Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi guys, welcome to Lovecast, the boys love podcast where we talk about everything related to boys love. I'm your host Pixie and with me are my co-hosts Kayla and Alexa. Hi. Hi. So today we have some interesting topics <laughs> to go through. First we're going to start with tea time and the first thing I want to get Alexa's opinion on oh, no. is that <laughs> today Omar the actor for uh, Young Royals Mm -hmm. posted on Twitter that he has gotten cornrows. Yeah, I did see that. What? He is is half Venezuelan, half Swedish. Or I think he's from Venezuela and moved to Sweden. So he's full, yeah, Latin. Venezuelan. Yeah. And he posted a long tweet about how he's not culturally appropriating anything he's just appreciating because he went to a african salon with his african friends and got these cornrows and everyone in the comment section is completely fine with this because he's good looking yeah i saw um i think jen quoted his tweet about it Mm because and she was like yeah when you culturally appropriate but you're hot (laughs) so people let it go (laughs) Mm -hmm. see here's the thing is that some people genuinely do see that kind of stuff as appreciation especially like he went to an African salon and had it done which is a lot more than that can be said of some people that just Mm -hmm. you know try and do it themselves and don't have any knowledge on like the history of it and stuff Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. but I just (sighs) I feel like if you have to make a tweet that explains why you're not culturally appropriating something, then it's probably something you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Or like, if you're going to do that, like, you have to like, at least think about your audience. Like, I wouldn't have maybe like, 
sure more power to you if you wanted to go out and get cornrows but also Mm -hmm. like you know your audience and you know the people that follow you and are fans of you and I feel like Mm -hmm. you should know how they respond to things like this like generally people who watch Young Royals I would say are pretty like liberal and leftist in their Mm -hmm. views which means they are probably not the kind of people who take well to cultural appreciation as opposed to cultural appropriation Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I don't know, at this point, like it happens so often between like K-pop idols and Mm. everything. I just like, I just have to like close my eyes and sigh and then just like let it go. Yeah, I have to say like, since I'm from Norway and he's from Sweden, I know the culture here is very ignorant about stuff like this. I know that a lot of my friends went to when we were younger, even kids went to Spain and got our hairs, or they got their hairs braided. I right. never did it, but yeah, cornrows and everything. Like it was a big trend. When yeah, I was, yep, yeah. Yep. I mean, and like, yeah, I get that because like you live in homogenous, like a fairly homogenous country. So like mm-hmm. most of the people you see and interact with are white. Yeah. So like, I'm sure things like cultural appropriation aren't as talked about in like Mm. daily interactions and existence as they are. Mm. And, you know, if he went to a salon in Africa, but you know, it's in Sweden, the salon has probably taken on some of those views as well. The people who work and live there. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that is something to consider, but I don't know in the internet, when you're putting it out on the internet, you have to think about where you're putting the stuff that you do out with this he obviously knows it can be taken as appropriation yeah uh, yeah that's why i'm like if you have to explain why it's not appropriation then like yeah Yeah. he's not ignorant he knows how it was probably going to be taken and felt Mm -hmm. the need to defend himself so it's Mm -hmm. just like probably not his brightest moment (laughs) yeah i really liked him and edwin and i kind of lost some of that like (laughs) from seeing that like i i won't go and attack him for this or anything like that you shouldn't do that anyways but i won't follow him so closely anymore because i that was dumb yeah it's more the reaction than the action itself honestly in that case like the the Mm -hmm. need that he felt to like come out and tweet about it leaves a worse taste in my mouth than like the actual cornrows himself Mm -hmm. like yeah, and he has a lot of influence, and all these younger kids are gonna think like, "Yeah, that's fine to do." Yeah, <laughs> that's he looks good. So it must be fine. Yeah, I love Young Royals. Yeah, <laughs> I watched it like twice already. And was thinking about watching it a third time. Mm-hmm. And actually, I was going to follow them the other day, Omar and Edvin on Edvin, yeah. Instagram, and then I just didn't. And then now that this comes out, I'm like, oh, you're my like, ah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to say about it. I agree with what Alexis <laughs> said. <laughs> yeah. Another person. Yeah. It's nothing new anymore, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Well, often these BL actors are really young as well. Not that yeah. that excuses it, but you usually see a lot more of this kind of behavior when they're younger. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yes. And Kim Porsche is back in the news. Yeah, it's back. Yeah, and I reactions. Think it's <laughs> shady, honestly, I'm gonna be completely honest. When I saw the new company Beyond Cloud, I researched. I could not find any information 
about this yeah. company. They took over all the uh, Filmania accounts, so they have no accounts of their own. They just came out of nowhere. And I checked the merch page that Kinporsche had before. It's gone completely. Huh. So if anyone bought any merch, the website, if you try to look it up, it's completely gone. You're not getting anything. (laughs) Yeah. And like we also did a short on this that kind of goes into like the details of the actors and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But I did see someone was talking about Beyond Cloud and the BLT Cafe server today. Mm-hmm. Someone was like, the fact that like, it's just this random company that popped mm-hmm. up and had no existing like social media presence before this kind of made them think that it's maybe like being privately funded. Yeah. And like someone just wanted to kind of put a company front on mm-hmm. that to be like, yeah, this company that doesn't seem to have really existed before mm-hmm. is now funding this project. So I don't know. Yeah. I kind of wish we had like contacts in Thailand who could check the like company registration or something because I want to know who they're under. I mean, either it's a private or it's another company who just that just like popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, like and then what's to say the same thing that happened to Filmania won't happen again because yeah, that's right? basically what Filmania was. Yeah, it's just like but, a like, brand new company. There's there's nothing stopping a company like as an example, Motive Village to just start a new smaller company and just... Great, like a subsidiary or something. Yeah. So... I mean, we know Motive Village doesn't have the money for that. Let's be real. (laughs) But (laughs) they might have gotten the funding for it because Kim Porsche was big. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it's just speculation, right? I, yeah. I just think it's really shady that there's no information on this company. Yeah, and, I know. I agree. And what do you guys think about the trailer? Or the teaser? I can't call it a trailer. Teaser. It was fine. I mean, it didn't really give much. No. I mean, it was like aesthetically nice, but I said before, like some of the other, they had released like, I guess they're doing like a fan meeting or something mm. tomorrow. And like some of the other like graphics and stuff I've seen them putting out don't. Really bad. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, that's not to say that anything about the production itself for the budget, mm. but like the graphic quality has so far so has far. not been <laughs> not been mm-hmm. impressing me yet so mm-hmm. I don't know I I'll follow of... some of the teasers and stuff and see how yeah. it looks when we get longer snippets yeah I kind of feel like they changed the vibe of the show kind of yeah I think so too and that makes me very very skeptical that it's one going to be good <laughs> <laughs> and two, that it's even going to follow the original plot line for right. Architect and Porsche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll see. I'm really curious to see what this fan meeting will be like, because I have a feeling that's what's going to confirm the final cast and stuff like that. Because obviously mm-hmm. Perth has tweeted officially, but there are some other people some of the ones who had made some of those tweets before and then like mm. there's also gameplay and stuff so i feel like this fan meeting that they're doing is kind of going to be what confirms who the new final cast is so yeah. i'm kind of scared about gameplay and jeff because i haven't seen them do anything together for a long time yeah, yeah. they've done like some some like smaller like lives and fan meets and stuff but yeah. i mean i think ever since gameplay left warper earlier this year and he's under a new company so like Mm. 
I guess they've been trying to branch them out into different stuff too, but I feel like it would not be very smart of them to just kill Jeff game completely Mm. before they've even really gotten a chance to like do something full on as like a pairing. Cause like Mm -hmm. they had he, she, it, which was like a very like lower budget kind of web series type thing and ingredients, which is an advert. Yeah. But like Kim porch was going to be their first like actual series together. Mm -hmm. So it would suck to see them die before they even got there, honestly, because mm-hmm. they do have a really solid following. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there was the ingredients did a special episode a couple weeks back. So mm-hmm. there's been some like smaller content, oh, but yes. yeah, yeah, I'm just very suspicious that gameplay hasn't posted anything all the other main actors did. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's the only one of like the main main cast, like the main three pairings, I mm-hmm. guess that I really, anything. really, really hate that they threw out Perth. Sad. Yeah, that really upset sad. me. That leaves a very sour <laughs> taste in my mouth. Yeah. We all know Perth is our best boy. Yeah. So like, and also he's the only person in that cast that I like actually actively follow oh, on like a regular mm-hmm. basis. So I'm like, Damn. all these other people, like, I mean, I know like I follow Mile and Oppo mm-hmm. on Instagram and I follow Jeff and Gameplay and stuff, but mm-hmm. like Perth is the one person who I like actively consider myself a fan of that was in the cast. Mm-hmm. So he was a lot of the reason. I mean, obviously the first trailer looked good, but also him being in it was like a big part of it too. Yeah. So it really sucks. And it sucks for him and all of yeah. his fans who are looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like we mentioned, we do like make shorts of news when they come out so if you want to keep up it's just follow our youtube channel because they'll all end up there we also did a short about top tap and mike mm-hmm. mike on fo- following top tap and i checked and top tap has unfollowed mike as well now oh and so, i saw today that Gaji followed top top back now so okay oh, oh there's some there's some, drama some there. personal drama going on yeah. there yeah we'll but probably I wanna, never know but let's reiterate that do not go and ask mike or top tap what is going on Please just respect their privacy yes yeah. if they want to tell us they will tell us we are not entitled to know about their private lives <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, like, friends fight, dude. Like, yeah. and yeah. in the age of social media, like, when you're angry at someone, yeah, you can follow them on Instagram, and they just happen to have a big platform where people pay attention to that stuff. But, like, we don't know what's going on. Like, they might be fine in a couple weeks or a couple mm-hmm. months down the line. Or, you know, like, I think we just need to let it let it be and hope that they, like, work it out amongst themselves. Because yeah. that's the only way anything's going to get done. We can't fix the situation yeah. for them. So, like, asking them about it is not going to help. Yeah. Honestly, good on them for not saying anything. Yeah. There's enough mm-hmm. bullshit by public figures ta- putting their dirty laundry online. <laughs> right. Yeah. I never makes things so better. How much like power or connotation following or unfollowing someone has? Yeah. Because in the grand scheme of things, it's like we're like, oh, it's not a big deal. But mm. I guess for people who ship to them, yeah, as their couples, it's a big deal because you're like, are they never going to speak ever again? Yeah. But it probably, yeah. like you said, just is like a fight over something. Mm. Maybe at the most, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. 
we'll see in the future. Like if there comes out more information from them willingly, <laughs> then we will talk about it. And if not, we're just going to leave it. We don't need to know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. End of story. Yes. And also, we have some news. We are doing TikTok now. <laughs> we are getting with the Gen Z program, y'all. Actually, so I say that like I haven't been obsessed with TikTok for like the past right. year and a half now. But... I'm one of those people who just scroll continuously for yeah. hours on TikTok without even realizing it. Same. I had an account. I've been on there like two times before this. <laughs> I feel so old, <laughs> but I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. So we so... have um, a few TikToks on there. So go yeah. check it out. What we do like at at Lovecast Podcast, just like mm-hmm. on Twitter and IG. Mm-hmm. So you know we'll be doing like edits of the episodes with guests, some edits of just us, maybe some behind the scenes stuff from the podcast. Like, if you guys have any, like, trends or anything that you want to see us probably embarrass ourselves doing, <laughs> let us know. You know, feel free to duet and stitch everything that we do. Mm. So, yeah, just, like, go mm. interact with us and, mm. and give us ideas. Because I think we're all very new to, like, editing and making TikToks. So <laughs> yeah. anything I, you can throw our way, we are open to. <laughs> yeah, and I feel this whole part of TikTok where you can interact and sort of make things together and just like it seems really fun Mm -hmm. yeah so there's a lot of cool tiktok communities out there so i will try ready to dive in (laughs) my old brain will try (laughs) what's up (laughs) do not start calling me a boomer (laughs) we are all i think we're all still millennial we all fall into millennials right yeah yeah okay I yeah. am technically a millennial. Yeah, I'm like I'm right on the cusp. like in between, but probably more millennial. Oh, okay. TikTok is for like all ages, though. Like, yeah, there are a lot of. I, I think after for moms, like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, you can get on Mom Talk Pixie <laughs> <laughs> with your wine mom energy. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, we made a TikTok of me drinking wine with Pavel. <laughs> Or he wasn't drinking, I was drinking a lot. <laughs> Just for context, I was going to a birthday afterwards. <laughs> you gave me. It was like the first time drinking in like a year because I have kids and I can't just drink whenever. Yeah. Your, rash- your rationale was like, if any guest will understand me drinking on the podcast, it would be yeah. <laughs> And he was fine with it, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> oh yeah that's oh, that so funny fun. mm. oh, my gosh. but yeah go follow us on tiktok friends yes do okay so what are we discussing today today <laughs> i'm just like oh gosh like when i was trying to think of notes for this i was like my brain was everywhere i had yeah. so much trouble organizing my thoughts mm-hmm. yeah i have a little little notes thing here that's kind of all over the place as well mm-hmm but yeah, we're talking about LGBT representation and boys' love in terms of like on the backside of things, like actors mm-hmm. and the industry and people involved in the productions, as well as like 
feel themselves as falling into the category of LGBT media. So I think we're kind of just going to be covering everything in that kind of spectrum. So, yeah. Yeah. Where to start? (laughs) (laughs) I think I like, I have, I have a very basic opinion Mm -hmm. that's not too deep about like this. Okay. I'll just explain. (laughs) So I think that in general, sexuality should have nothing to do with who the part you are acting like actors shouldn't have to put forth like uh, who they prefer to have sex with to get Mm. a role. It shouldn't matter. But but there's a there's a bad <laughs> LGBTQ plus is severely underrepresented underrepresented yeah in the industry mm-hmm. and that needs to change so it's sort of like it's a balancing scale there because I know like we've heard about BL actors is like in Thailand and stuff don't come out with their sexuality because they're afraid to be left out Mm -hmm. because like we've talked about on earlier episodes when motive village came out with the whole casting uh no gay men that was our episode with kayla before she was a part of the podcast (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it's it's a really difficult situation especially in countries like uh, thailand and stuff where it's being LGBTQ plus isn't really appreciated. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think um, I've been watching like TikToks from this Thai person on TikTok, obviously. (laughs) And he's talking about how because of BL, Thailand is this place that is touted as being very LGBT friendly Mm -hmm. and a place where gay people are accepted and trans people are accepted and you know they have really high rates of people getting gender affirming surgeries and stuff like that mm-hmm. but on the flip side like gay marriage is still illegal and mm-hmm. there are still a lot of rights that the lgbt community doesn't have mm-hmm. there and so i think that a lot plays into a lot of why there are probably a lot of queer people in the bl industry who are still in the closet because they do lose a lot of opportunities because of that. Mm-hmm. Even though the show being made is focusing on queer couples, the actual queer people in Thailand don't get that same level of respect or or acceptance that mm-hmm. we see them getting in voice love, I think, a lot mm-hmm. of the time. And so I think that's why for me, like you said, I don't think that someone's sexuality needs to play into them getting a role either way whether Mm -hmm. you're casting for straight or queer or whatever Mm -hmm. but I do think everyone needs to be afforded the same opportunity in terms of casting and access to roles and auditions Mm -hmm. and right now queer people in Thailand don't get that there's a lot of casting discrimination like we talked about and if they are openly queer like a lot of the trans women that we see in BLs and like minor roles, they get very typecasted into mm-hmm. certain types of characters. So mm-hmm. in that way, I think we do need to see more LGBT people in boys love being mm-hmm. afforded the same opportunities that the straight and straight passing men who are most often casted in the main roles get to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think going along with that, sometimes 
fans or BL fans might kind of downplay how important conversations that some of these shows start, how important that is. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of us do have a westernized viewpoint on it. Yeah. So yeah, like for example, in the US, I feel like we see LGBT people in the media so often that it's like almost shocking when a show doesn't have a gay character or Mm. like a subplot but like I was thinking of it from the perspective of comparing it to like the Philippines because that's what I'm familiar with right where the only mainstream representation in the media is like drag queens and comedians And they go through like the same type of typecasting and just yeah. like being mocked so much that it's like normal yeah. to make fun of them. So I think that we have to understand that like culturally BL makes a difference. Yeah. And just normalizing acceptance of the LGBTQ plus community and honestly a similar way that it makes a difference historically for women mm-hmm. as a space to express their sexuality. Because I feel like we're kind of in the same boat where we just want to tell our stories and experiences yeah. in this space that, and I guess both groups would be considered marginalized. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like it's very important <laughs> for BL to be an accurate representation mm. of being LGBT. <laughs> I like lost my train of thought. That's, I guess that's my basic mm. opinion on it is that right. I feel like it's really, really important mm. to just be conscious of the way that they're depicting mm-hmm. yeah. gay people, specifically gay men. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a way to do that without losing the BL elements mm. yeah. for it, just like Game Boy is dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought of too. Game yeah. Boys. <laughs> Game Boys. Game Boys on the brain at all times. Game Boys. Because it's like, you have a show like that, that it was marketed as the first Filipino BL. Mm. And it is a BL, according mm. to the writer. But it somehow managed to have like widespread attention on the LGBTQ plus community in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people who didn't even know who are LGBT and didn't even know that BL was a thing ended up joining the fandom because of that show that is BL. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I feel like for me, it's also important to have LGBT people involved behind the scenes as Mm -hmm. well. In the same way, like, I don't think every BL show has to be made by an all queer production crew, but I think having a queer voice, at least like offering advice in some form, mm-hmm. like we talked about, I can't remember who we were talking to, but they talked about like bringing in other LGBT people who weren't involved with the series to give their advice on the way to do certain stories and things like that. So, you know, I think, and a lot of BL is written by straight women, as we know. So I think, you know, if you have a BL that's written by a straight woman or BLs adopted from novels, I should say, are written by straight women. And then you bring in a queer cast or a queer advisor or someone with more knowledge to kind of help you in that transition to making it a television show. Mm -hmm. That's how you can, like Kayla said, get more accurate representation while still keeping the things that make it classic BL. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why shows like Game Boys have done it so well because they have those queer voices behind the scenes and involved Mm -hmm. in all different aspects, kind of knowing where to toe the line and Mm -hmm. and bring in good representation, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I do think like it's important to have like a balance between Mm -hmm. women and like gay men if you're making a BL. Like you cannot that's why I have a problem with secret admirer because you have a gay man taking over the series and changing it for his own liking without taking any information from the actual author right and uh, that's too much you need to have like a cooperation to make it good yeah I mean I think there's something to be said for having as Kayla said, to marginalized groups, like you think there would be a level of mutual understanding there mm-hmm. that we're both 
trying to create a space in a series that's not catered to the cis het male view Mm. so there is a way to kind of pay respects to both sides of the line and Mm. bring the community together and I think it's just about a lot of productions and crews and stuff finding where that line is and working together and and creating something that falls into that overlap together Mm. I feel kind of sad about how they're doing things in Thailand right now because it it kind of seems like they're afraid to move out of like the established way of doing things mm-hmm. I mean the last couple of years they've seen so much growth and they're afraid to move away from what created the growth right but I think that if they want to evolve and not be left behind they need to do that because like the Philippines South Korea, Taiwan, everyone is coming in to get some of this cake. <laughs> and if you're not doing it properly, people are going to leave you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I actually wrote a lot about that in my notes. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, the industry is growing. Mm-hmm. And I think along with that, the audience is changing as well. You know, when BL was first coming onto the scene, it was mainly, I mean, women. Yeah. And mainly straight women or straight identifying or not out queer women mm-hmm. watching it and reading the yaoi and reading the mangas and stuff like that. And as it's become more globalized, it is reaching queer audiences in different places. Mm-hmm. And, you know, queer people are drawn to things where they can see representations of their stories. So, of mm-hmm. course, there's now a lot of queer people in the boys love fandom and a lot of people from western countries and just you know the fandom has become so much more globalized than when it was such a niche thing within thailand or within japan and i think production companies and directors and writers also need to take that into account like what their audience is Mm -hmm. and especially because so many shows now do cater to their international audiences i think that kind of stuff also needs to be taken into consideration when creating the show in order to to grow and evolve and and make something that can kind of suit all of those audiences Mm. yeah in terms of like pixie said keeping the balance between bl and lgbtq plus media honestly i feel like most bl tropes are pretty harmless like Mm. you have ones where they're like roommates or like (laughs) soulmates or like stuff like that but mm. I feel like there are a couple things that really we need to progress past, like, so mm. bad. Like, <laughs> I kept thinking of Tharn type when I was <laughs> writing these notes. <laughs> like, yeah. because, like, even though I like the story of Tharn type, the way that Tharn is depicted is yeah, very alarming to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's very predatory and... I feel like when I was younger as a BL fan, mm-hmm. I would have just accepted that as like the reality. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, oh, this is fine. This is okay. And because I've been there, I really worry about the not so great influence that mm-hmm. that lack of like real LGBTQ plus representation is having on younger right. BL fans. Because like I've seen it myself, like in my own comments, people being like, oh, this is what gay people are like. Like, yeah, <laughs> literally, no, please don't think that. Manipulative. 
and abusive. And like over time, they come to make that or take that in as their definition of like what love is and like mm-hmm. what it means for someone to care about you. And that's, it's not okay. It's very stressful. <laughs> it keeps me up at night. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that makes me think we just talked in our live about history four and how Mm -hmm. most of the stuff in that series felt like it came right out of a 2016 boys love series and felt like it was taking so many steps back with a Mm -hmm. lot of the tropes and the way they characterized a lot of the characters in the drama. So Yeah. yeah, I think it can be very alarming when you see that stuff coming out now and see the young people who are now becoming aware of boys love Mm -hmm. and you know we see people as young as like 13 14 15 Mm -hmm. coming into like the blt discord server and Mm -hmm. being exposed to these shows and they're such young little babies and Mm -hmm. i'm just like i want to protect you from all of these horrible Mm -hmm. tropes that you're seeing like please know this isn't real life this isn't Mm -hmm. real queer experience like Mm -hmm. please Yeah. (laughs) yeah and i think like the whole trend of focusing on the actor's sexuality is really damaging Mm. for the whole industry i mean i was getting a little bit back to omer when i was researching him i came across a article about edwin the article was basically edwin's sexuality yeah i mean why the why it's a reputable newspaper or whatever or any news sources printing an article like that yeah what the why does it matter yeah it reminds me of how (laughs) interviewers in thailand will just ask the right out to their face like are you gay yeah Mm. (laughs) like that's just that's just not journalistically okay (laughs) from my background I could tell you that's not something that you would ever be taught is okay like you're always taught boundaries and ethics and Mm -hmm. so I'm always really shocked whenever the entertainment journalists just come out and are like so blunt about asking them things that are private yeah yeah Yeah, I mean people some people aren't thinking about like the ramification of what they're actually asking like Mm. you're basically asking someone to tell you who they like to have sex with you're yeah. sharing your sex life in public, on TV, in an article. You're speculating about someone's sex life. And also, like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But if they are queer, you're basically asking them to out themselves if you mm-hmm. want them to be honest yeah. with you. So, like, what? Yeah. And Why would you ever think you have the right to that information, like yeah. as a news news source or a journalist or anything? Yeah. And especially in a country where they might not be as accepted mm-hmm. for coming out. Like that's like, was it Ari that said it about like in Japan where it's basically it's it can be like really damaging for people to come out. Mm-hmm. Because it's not as accepted, especially if you're a woman, because women are like, mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not good to be a woman in Japan. But yeah, I can we stop focusing about <laughs> I know it's hard <laughs> because we're really focused because it's BL and it's male male. But can we just like you're not going to Western straight actors and asking them which 
women they had sex with. That's yeah. Would you that... have would you have sex with your co-star? Are you actually dating your co-star? Like that stuff is so weird to ask. Yeah. Like and yeah, yeah, like the that standard isn't there for heterosexual couples, you know, if mm-hmm. they're doing press for a movie, like people don't come out and ask them first so are you guys a couple in real life are you having sex (laughs) yeah it's like the brain goes directly to to, like thinking of them sexually yeah because they are perceived to be gay or might even be gay they automatically sexualize that Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's important to be talked about because like a lot like we say, a lot of the young people who's coming into this might not understand. And especially when there's so many comments that are going like asking this and journalists are asking it. And in general, there's a lot of talk about the actor's sexuality. It seems like it's a normal thing and we should not normalize this at all. Yeah. I mean, if anything, we want to make the fact that queer people can be involved and straight people can be involved and people of any gender or sexual identity can be involved without it being a big deal. Mm -hmm. So like the more you focus on who does this person sleep with in real life? Are they actually gay? Like you just make it less normalized Mm -hmm. for those people in real life and for Mm -hmm. people seeing queer people in real life you know the more you make it a spectacle the less you're normalizing it if mm-hmm. that makes sense mm-hmm. let's normalize minding our damn business yeah. <laughs> literally it's oh, that yeah. easy <laughs> I mean I'm fine with people kind of sitting in their own heads and fantasizing about stuff but don't bring those fantasies to people like Just real like people you're about. Like, like we said in the fan fiction episode don't bring your shit to the actors <laughs> yeah, to don't bring your unmentionables to them <laughs> Just like res- their respect boundaries like mm. i don't know you know that's the thing with celebrities is that they do get dehumanized because mm-hmm. of their career as celebrities and especially Mm. in bl because of the fan service involved in the industry and that blurring line between what they do in the series and what they do in real life and Mm. that fan service and all that kind of stuff i feel like fans take that as an invitation to Mm. pry and dehumanize them even more and like Mm. you know they'll pretend to kiss each other on stage at a fan meet so i can bring this stuff in their face and they won't mind but Mm that stuff is still part of their job yeah they're still so acting, like guys yeah they're still acting. <laughs> like I think we just have to like we were talking about with the top tap and Mike news mm. respect their privacy and remember that they're real people and they don't owe you any information about their sexuality how they feel about each other how they with. feel about the weird fanfic thing you have fantasized about mm. them like don't don't bring that to them it's that simple yeah yeah and it's fine with like fan art that's like cutesy like yeah they, they appreciate a lot of that, that stuff probably really cute but not the not safe for work kind yeah <laughs> keep it safe for work it's right in the title if it's not safe for work you don't need to be sending it to your fave on instagram or something like yeah that's so weird like, like i don't mind that you do it just keep that shit to yourself and your community that appreciates it yeah 
<laughs> don't push it on the people unless they've asked for it. <laughs> yeah, and there are like Pavel who... with his thirst <laughs> tweets. Yeah, <laughs> and like I I know like Dan and Phil the OG YouTubers have done mm-hmm. like numerous videos about them reading fan fictions mm-hmm. that fans have written about them and stuff like that. And those are instances where they're asking for it for yeah. work purposes, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, if they ask you to send them a dirty fanfic, then go ahead. Yeah. Otherwise, keep it to yourself. Yeah. People have different boundaries. Mm. And it's, we need to respect like each person. Yeah. You can't treat one actor like you treat the other because they will have different boundaries so you Mm -hmm. need to make sure that you listen to what they tell you and if they haven't said anything then you should assume that they don't want anything yeah agreed yeah (laughs) (laughs) any more notes (laughs) well um i mean i feel like we already covered everything but just that, like, I think it's a good thing that we put pressure on future BL writers and creators to represent the LGBTQ plus community in a way that is respectful. Mm-hmm. I agree with, like, the whole thing. Like, no, I think that the majority of gay people do not care if a straight person is playing a gay person. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not really the issue. It's just has more so to do with how things are written which you could always go all the way back to the novel for that but that also we could get into how well we talked about this before how things need to be changed from the novel to be appropriate to put on television right but yeah I think putting pressure on them is a good thing (laughs) and Um, you can put pressure on them without being toxic yeah. (laughs) yeah Yeah. Like, honestly, I know a lot of people aren't a fan of MAME. I'm not either. Mm-hmm. But I feel there's, like there's just no point in just, no like, attacking an author. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. maybe explain what Why you don't think you don't... is right. I don't yeah. know. But there's... You're just wasting your energy. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, I mean, someone like MAME would be more open to hear the criticism if you presented it in a factual right. and kind way instead of just yelling on twitter, twitter warrior cancel yeah. mame like what is this shit and like if you want her to change you you need to give like constructive criticism and that means keeping your toxic words away yeah it's just about channeling your energy into the right places yeah so you know, Twitter is not the right place unless you're, I don't know, creating some kind of formative discussion on Twitter, which rarely happens. I feel like, you know, Twitter is not really a place you go to get strong long-term change from people and calling people out on the spot is not gonna enforce any type of real long-term change either. So, you know, I think there are different avenues that you can take your desire for change and better representation too you know and yeah I mean if you want change money speaks so yeah just like boycotting the series or not buying merch stuff like that will make people notice and you don't Mm. need any toxic words to do that it's you can like just say that I am not supporting this show because of this and just let it be 
Mm-hmm. You don't need to start yelling, yelling and yelling just to be the loudest person on any platform. I mean, people are just going to ignore you as a psycho and move on. <laughs> no one's going to take you seriously. If you're yelling at people on social media, no one is going to take you seriously. They're going to think this is like a 13-year-old kid and I should not engage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm a big fan of the concept that two wrongs don't make a right. Mm -hmm. So that's what I always think of going into it. Mm. But yeah, I feel like the overlap between BL and LGBTQ plus media isn't that harmful. And it could be harmful, as we talked Mm -hmm. about. But it's usually not that harmful. And I think that like you said, with a lot of the other countries coming in and making BL, I think that the companies like in Thailand will see that people want something different. They mm. don't want these like tired out tropes. And mm. yeah, I mean, you were right. Money speaks. Yeah. <laughs> Put your money where your mouth is. Mm-hmm. And I also so, think yeah. seeing productions that are headed by queer actors and queer productions doing well will also show them that Mm -hmm. hiring queer people in your productions will not ruin your production so you know if you want to see more queer people cast in Thai dramas I think it's important to make sure to support productions that openly queer people have been in Mm -hmm. you know boys love productions which you know we know a lot of the Philippines you know, productions are casting queer people and have queer people involved behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. There are some out queer actors who have projects. So I think supporting those people in their projects lets the people who have the money to invest in shows and actors know that shows casted with queer people can still do well and Mm -hmm. be successful and that you don't necessarily need a big buff straight hot man for people to thirst over to make a successful BL production. Yeah. And a little bit of a tangent here, but it's, uh, yeah. I just want to say that because talking about queer actors and stuff like Bruce, how everyone was so incredibly supportive over him and his boyfriend. Mm. Can you please start doing that when the actors have girlfriends too? Yes, this is <laughs> true. Right? so hypocritical to attack the girlfriends of the actors but then this actor comes with a boyfriend and then oh everything is fine this is just like our BL dreams come true I mean give me a break (laughs) seriously also like someone having a girlfriend does not mean they're not queer because bisexual people exist Mm -hmm. just because someone is dating someone of the opposite sex does not mean they're not queer but it shouldn't matter either way like they should just deserve that respect either fucking way it's that simple again we're coming back to privacy (laughs) their privacy basic respect in private (laughs) i feel like we've all learned this at young ages basic decent human respect it's not that hard yeah i just feel people forget it (laughs) online people forget that you're supposed to be human online yeah we're all hiding behind our little icons so forget that everyone is actually a real person on the other side of their screen as well yeah I'm kind of I saw someone post once that they wanted the internet to like you needed to have 
your name associated with all your social network profile Oof. anything you needed like your legit name to post anything online the internet would be a very different place if that was <laughs> yeah, the case right? <laughs> yeah I people would, would have accountability that. but also i'm like would that be good for like that would not be good for freedom other of countries. speech yeah like, true yeah would that be a good thing for them? I feel like they yeah, would not have a safe space then. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, it would be really bad for some situations, yeah. I mean, anonymity kind of weighs out, like, the positive outweighs the negative. Yeah, it but kind of, sometimes yeah. I just wish that people say it with <laughs> Certain people. face. <laughs> yeah. If you can say it to a rando on street, then you can say it online. If you yeah. cannot tell a person to their face what you're writing online, then you should not then be saying it. You shouldn't be saying it. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Yeah. Yes. That's actually kind of the reason why I decided to like use my voice in videos instead of doing the whole Google thing because I was like, this is yeah. what I think. Oh yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it and it is my opinion that belongs to me. And like I'm not gonna hide and try to be anonymous because I think this is a really important thing. Yeah. I do think it's important to have more people that speak up and and that's why I thought like our us showing our faces and stuff when mm. we're talking about like a lot of important stuff. I think it's important for people to see who's actually speaking that it it's easier to disassociate when you're not actually seeing the person or hearing the actual voice if it's just a robot voice like yeah I, yeah i hate the robot voice <laughs> me I, too yeah in conclusion mel agrees with everything we said <laughs> so yeah any uh, last thoughts or I think we pretty much, I've gone through all of my notes in some form, have touched on everything I have. Yeah, I think we covered everything that is important about the topic. Perfect. Okay. Thank you for listening, guys. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube and leave a review on iTunes and join our Patreon for exclusive content. There's a lot. (laughs) And uh, yeah, go to our TikTok and uh, follow us there and interact with us and social media and everything and we will see you again next week bye ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.